Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Wieslow. What is up? How you doing? How you feeling? Welcome to your one-stop shop for all the tips and recipes you'll ever need to take control of your life and finally become boss. Today's guest is Justina Kedra. Justina is an entrepreneur and a best-selling author. She's a public speaker, mentor, and founder and CEO of We Rule a global community of female entrepreneurs, mentors, and investors connecting founders from 30 countries. She also recently has been recognized as the youngest 2018 champion of change at the United Nations. Justina, pleasure to have you on. Hey, how are you? Excited to be here. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm really pumped to, uh, to have this thing going. We finally were able to connect after numerous <laughs> numerous attempts and trials and errors and everything. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. A lot of those. But it's okay. You can't fail. You know, I mean, you have to fail to succeed. <laughs> exactly. And and people don't even know. We did an interview before, like half a year ago, year ago maybe, right? And um, Yeah, maybe just a few months ago. Maybe it was half a year already. Oh, gosh. I, you know what? I think so. Time's flown by. <laughs> we did one and it was something was off with the recording back when we did it and the whole thing was just scrap it was not you know it was uh it was very devastating <laughs> but we had a fun conversation yes we did we caught up so it was all worth it <laughs> so let's just uh let's dive in and tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself you definitely have a very very compelling um bio but what's a little bit more than we don't know about you Yes, for sure. So something that people don't know about me is that I'm an immigrant. I come, I came from Poland in eighth grade and I came here without, like, without knowing any English, without knowing anyone. And I kind of had to like build everything from scratch, uh, to where I get to, to get to where I am today. And yeah, when I was like in Chicago, everyone else was going to like a regular college and doing like regular things. And I had a crazy idea to just like move to New York City by myself. So that's exactly what I did. And I moved here and I went to Parsons. I studied in like their hardest fashion program. Um, and then since then, I kind of just jumped around. I wanted to really explore like what it means to be in different industries, had different jobs. So I went from like the fashion industry to hospitality to financial services, like working for American Express. So I really have like a diverse background of like different roles and different industries. Yeah, you definitely do. And um, I remember you making, I moved to New York City too, while uh, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of us were over here in Chicago and we're like, oh, what's she doing? Where's she going? Do you, uh, do you think the, uh, the whole move and just going to New York, maybe changing it up or the fact that it's such a big city? Did that play an impact of you kind of being where you're at right now? Yes, definitely. But one thing that I always tell everyone when they ask me about like moving to New York is that I always felt like I haven't even been to New York ever, even as a tourist. And I always had like this feeling that that was my home. Like I always knew that like I'm just going to feel like, you know, so good in the city. So, so yeah, so the move wasn't even like anything, you know, crazy. <laughs> is it something you picture because a lot of people especially successful people they they imagine situations they're going to be in and they pra practice them and replicate them in their head 
Is that something you were doing with, with New York? Oh, yes. And I do it all the time. I do it all the time and it always works. <laughs> I was dreaming about New York. I didn't even know how I was going to survive here, what's going to happen. School, nothing. I was just like, okay, I'm moving, done. <laughs> and I only applied to Parsons, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell us another about another one of these uh, dreams or something that you're constantly imagining? Oh, so just recently, like I just posted on social media, like everyone who knows me knows that I want to live in this building and Google it if you don't know about it. It's called 432 Park Avenue, right? It's mm -hmm. on Billionaire's Row. And ever since, the, even before they built it, actually, like I had dreams about it. Like I would always describe it to my friend. I was like, it's this tall, skinny building. And I live in there and I had recur and I still do until today have recurring dreams about living there. Right. Mm -hmm. So they built this building and I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Like, this is the building I've been dreaming about. So I was like, I need to go further. So I literally like I'm telling everyone for the past like two years, 432 Park, everybody. I was like, I'm going to live there. Thank you. And all of a sudden, all these people start coming into my life randomly that, for example, are like real estate agents that sell apartments there. Like I literally met like this one lady, Carolina. I was meditating once, envisioning this apartment, and then she was like, she she butt dialed me, <laughs> and then I texted her. I was like, hey, and I was like, I thinking about the apartment, and then I started meeting all these people from like million dollar listings recently, who also like do filming, who film there, like who sell apartments there. So it literally happens all the time now. Everyone's like, oh hey, I live in 432 Park. Oh hey, this is the chairman of for, like you know of Douglas Elliman who lives there. It's so random, but it it works. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Hey, I know it's going to work. I mean, I know that you, whatever you put your mind to, you'll make it, you'll make it happen. So I could have been more confident. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, do you want to tell us a little bit, the listeners, more about We Rule that, uh, that you run? What is that exactly? Yeah, so We Rule basically started as a blog because mm -hmm. I was kind of jumping around all over industries. And I was like, I wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since I was a little girl. And I was like, how do I do it? I have no idea, but I know it that I need to talk to other successful people who are doing it, right? So that's what I started doing. I started interviewing people on Instagram, asking them basically like what they love about their business, what doesn't work, what works, you know, what made them successful and learning from them. Mm -hmm. So in the first year, I just interviewed a bunch of people and then it went from New York to the West Coast. It went globally. People wanted to contribute, collaborate. So in the past like two and a half years, it really grew into like this global community of people who just like connect with each other and then we connect them manually. So it literally just started as a blog and now it's this like global platform, which is growing every single day. Wow. That's awesome. So I take it you have a whole, a whole team now, right? Uh, not just you well, anymore. Yes, but I, I'm not. Yes, yes, yes. But for now, like I'm focusing on building an app for it so we can mm -hmm. do it with like AI, artificial intelligence, right? Data, so I'm really trying to see how we can connect people better because my success comes from knowing the people that are in front of me and knowing how to connect them. So I want to like kind of replicate that into an app. So we rule is kind of like on its own there, you know, doing its thing. So I'm not like worrying about like, you know, growing like the team for that, et cetera, until the app is built. Got it. Yeah. No, sometimes you got to yeah. set some priorities and certain uh, accomplishments that you need to make along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, so do you know when, when was a moment that you realized, you know, enough was enough, you're done with working, you know, you did numerous other things earlier, you know, the fashion, uh, um, hospitality industries, 
when did you realize, you know, enough was enough, you're tired of working for somebody else, you're tired of, you know, whatever it was, the, that, that office desk, that, that cubicle, you were just done with it? Oh, I always knew that. Like, I'm always the person that always says, like, love the corporate world, like, never, ever, ever. Like, I never imagined myself in my entire life, for example, like, being a VP, being SVP, like, being, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. Like, that just sounded, like, so unnatural to me. So even though I went from, like, job to job, I always was looking for the way out, always, Mm -hmm. ever since I started. Even when I graduated college, I was like, how do I get out of this immediately? <laughs> so I always knew that. And, and like, you know this already, but like when I was a little girl, I was super fascinated with, for example, like Gabrielle Chanel. She's a fashion designer. Yeah. And I always thought that she was so badass and she kind of like went against like everyone and started her own business. So I always had it in me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you have a plan as to what you were going to do? Or did it, did it take, you know doing these other side jobs, you know, and other jobs beforehand to kind of realize what you exactly wanted to do. Oh, yes. It took it took a lot of reading, meeting people, and, like, really just going with it. Like, I feel like a lot of people focus a lot on having a plan and building that plan versus just doing. And that's kind of what I did by accident. I said, hey, you know, I want to have a business in the future. I don't know if it's going to be in fashion. I don't know what it's going to be, if it's going to be in tech, but I want to do it. So let me start talking to people. <laughs> so that's what I did. You know, I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I wanted I backtrack. I kind of knew what I want my life to look like in the future, but I didn't know exactly 100% what the plan is going to be. So it's, you know, it's like you have to be a good mixture of both, I think. Okay, so you, you think that it's very important that we should definitely go for it, right? You think a lot of times you're going to just sit around and try to wait for the right moment? Exactly. So, like, the right moment will never come. It's kind of like, I don't know what they call it, like, in the industry, but it's kind of like analysis paralysis or something. Mm-hmm. You just kind of keep on planning and planning and planning and planning that you end up don't doing it, not doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and why <laughs> do you, is and, not good either. And why do you think that is, though? Like, why do... Why are we comfortable, you know, with planning things out? And um, sometimes we go a long time with just planning, planning, planning. Why do you think? Because I feel like doing is harder than planning. Because if you're planning, you're kind of like living in a la-la land, right? Mm -hmm. So you have have this idea, oh, my goodness, I'm going to build this great, like, financial company or whatever this is going to look like. And I'm going to have this many employees and this and that. And, like, you imagine your life. But then when you're nobody and you kind of like go after investors, you go after collaborators, everyone's going to be like, nope, 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 nope. And then most people give up, you know, they hear like 20 no's. They're like, oh, okay, (laughs) fine. You know, so I think doing is harder than planning. That's why. Okay. Very, very valid points you got there. Um, I'm sure you made a mistake or two along the way, right? There had to be at least one. Oh yes. <laughs> do you have Oof. do you have a notable one you want to share? Something that you uh, um, learned from that was crucial to business? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So it's actually about people. So what I, I am the kind of a person that I trust that people are like good, and I trust that people are going to give you a thousand percent. And I also at the same time want them to succeed and like live to their like fullest potential. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is a huge lesson that I learned that I had to learn how to basically not trust people a million percent when I first meet them, <laughs> when it comes to, you know, team collaborators, whatever, 
because then you kind of realize that not everyone is as passionate about living or whatever else as you are. So you kind of be like, oh, is this person like, you know, telling the truth? Like, who are they really? So that's a huge lesson that I learned. I, yeah. Did you, did you, did you get, did you, did you get burned really badly? Like, is there something you can share? Um, well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to name any names, but definitely when it comes to like building a team, mm-hmm. you want to like talk to other people who've built teams before because I was kind of tr- too trusting, you know, I was like, okay, this person is doing it. It's awesome. And then, you know, months go by and you did like a thousand percent of the work and they did 1% of the work. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so I think that's actually very hard. Something as a leader that you have to learn how to like build the right team because you can't succeed on your own. What would you do? Okay. Important that you bring that up. Actually, you can't succeed on your own. Um, I've been told numerous times myself, like, why didn't I go at it alone, you know, and start up a company all by myself and not Mm -hmm. really, you know, have anybody else or have any other people along the way. Uh, Why? So why do you say that? Why do you think it's important to have other people? Well, my point is, you're right. I think you can be a single founder. But I'm saying to grow the company, Mm -hmm. you can't just, you know, have like 500 clients and do it on your own. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes, you can be the sole leader and then you can succeed and Mm -hmm. just build a team. But to have a partner, like you have to really, you know, think that through and then think again and then one more time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I definitely agree. I think it's crucial to growth. And that was a perfect way to put it. Like you could start a company alone just in order to grow it. You do need, you know, some other people. You, you need, you need some, a few uh, uh, people. You know, you need some people that do what they do best. And um, sometimes we think we could do it all, but we really, we realize that that that's that will quickly lead to um, burnouts or, you know, as, as you exactly, like. exactly. And then you just won't grow. But at the end of the day, you have to realize, and that's something that I've been hearing over and over, and I'm realizing as well that, like, you have to surround yourself with smarter people than you. Like, could mm-hmm. I learn right now how to code an app? Oh, yeah, I probably could. It would take me a while. But mm-hmm. why would I, you know? Like, I could, you could just someone, can get just someone to do it. You know, there's, like, other roles within the company that you can just trust someone else to do it because they do it best, you know? Like, am I going to be an accountant? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Do I want an accountant? Yes, you know? So you just have to learn how to trust other people. And then it's hard to find the people that you can trust. But, you know. Yeah, everything yeah. over time, right? Exactly. Um, do you and then do you think that being a female um, in this kind of you know just in the business world and running your own running your own business now, you think that had some advantages or disadvantages? Like, do you think it made things different? Um, you know what? For me, honestly, like I don't think so because every single time I personally go in front of someone. Mm-hmm. I never had someone tell me like, oh, you know, you're a woman or this or that. Like, I, and I know you keep hearing stories about that, yeah. but I honestly never had like, like an experience like that where someone kind of like put me down because I was a woman, honestly. But, okay. you know, in Silicon Valley, in Silicon Valley, I know it's yeah. hard. <laughs> it's, no. it's hard out there. You know, women only get like, what, like less than 3% of venture capital in America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm sure there's some disconnect there. <laughs> So what do you think? Yeah. You think there's something we can do to, uh, to change that? You think that like something, there's some change has to be made in the business community? Yes. You know, I, what I'm realizing right now, it's not that like VCs don't want to give money to women or whatever else ideas are floating out there. 
I think it's because that majority of female businesses are service-based. They're like marketing, branding. Like if you just read stats online, like that's what it is, you know? Yeah. So I think we have to push women and girls to think, you know, with more ambition and to go for like, you know, that healthcare startup to go after SpaceX or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I think we have to kind of like re-engineer the way women think about themselves and the way like the opportunities that they go after. And since you're a big proponent of this, you know, you do a lot of women entrepreneurial things. And um, mm-hmm. do you feel that where do you think the, the the roots of all this, you know, where does it stem? Like, where could the change be made? Um, you know, I think it's a lot because, like, for example, like if an investor is a white older guy, right? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. But if you think about him as a as a human, right, he will only know what other white guys know. Like if you present him, for example, let's say, like, I don't know, like how um, how would you say it? Um, hair care for like an African American woman, right? And it's a great product, like it's selling like crazy. But you in front of this go go for this white guy, it's mm-hmm. like he's not gonna understand what it is, and he's not gonna think it's a legitimate product. Or, you know, so like if you go and you say, oh, there's this like wearable technology for women, and that does X, Y, and Z about like women's um, healthcare or something. I don't know. So the guys are not going to understand that. So I think the solution is not only kind of like telling women to think bigger, but also on the other side is bringing more like women VCs who can understand these issues and who can understand that it's like a legitimate business model or a legitimate product. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it kind of, it's, it's, yeah. a li- it's a little bit of everywhere kind of, right? You know, you gotta, gotta attack it. Exactly. So it's a little bit tweaking everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, no, I definitely, I'm yeah. definitely a big proponent of that myself, and you know, feel that, you know, over time, things will uh will improve, for sure. Um, Hopefully, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to stay positive. Um, well, let's just say there's somebody now, um, you know, sitting there, at their cubicle, sitting there at work, you know, at a corporation, at, you know, at a at a firm, and they're debating, you know, is this the right path for me? Do I want to go into, you know, ownership? Do, do I want to start up a company? Do I want to take this crazy risk? What would you tell that person, whether if they're trying to decide if this is the right thing for them? Um, start small and start talking to other people who are already doing it. That's what I would tell you. Like, if you want to start, let's say, a marketing agency, go talk to someone who started a marketing agency. Go talk to someone who used to have a marketing agency who failed. Ask them why they failed. Ask them what they loved about it. Ask them what was absolutely like the worst about it. Ask them like what you can do kind of like when it comes to pre-work, like can you start meeting clients before you even have the company? So I feel like it's, you have to do a lot of research before you commit to like not having like a corporate quote unquote paycheck, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Because you want to know, like let's say, you know, you want to start like a honey company and you Mm -hmm. start a honey company and you're like, oh wow, I hate honey. And I hate everyone in the industry. And what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> yeah. You'll be, you'll be right back where you started real quick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless you got like unlimited money and you could just try whatever you want. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, not, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the reality for most of us. Yeah. Well, for, yeah, for most of us. <laughs> now on to our favorite segment of the show. Welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken. All right, so for every single question for the speed round, you're going to have exactly five seconds to answer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, so you got you to gotta think quick. Sometimes the answer oh, might, wow. might, might not be ideal, but you got to think quick. Otherwise, 
My producer comes down. I don't know what he does. He gives me a hard time. He says some things. I, I rather not have to deal with him. Okay. Oh, it's graded. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's uh, let's uh, let's get to it. Your favorite book. Uh, my favorite book would be Good to Great by I don't remember who Jim Collins. I think it's awesome. Good to Great. Okay, we'll let you we'll, we'll let you uh, we'll let you off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Was it <You're>, too long? <laughs> you're good. Uh, you're stranded on an island. What is the one item you want with you? Cell phone. <laughs> Amazing answer. Uh-oh. <laughs> your, your, uh oh. Uber shopper. Uber shopper. <laughs> your, your greatest, your greatest mentor, uh, current or uh, past? Um, would be Elon Musk. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Yes, yes, it is. Is voice specifically podcasts? the future yes I think so what is one item uh, food or drink that makes you different from everybody else that you consume oh I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know coffee buckets of coffee ah <laughs> uh, you, you got it out just in time okay we'll let that one slide <laughs> uh, no literally hey. buckets of coffee that's why that's uh, the answer no I mean everybody has their own thing right if that's what if that's what works for you, that's what makes you you. All right, well, yes. you survived. You survived. We're all good, but we do want you to elaborate Oof. a little bit. You you said okay. you said entrepreneurism is a fad, and you felt mm -hmm. pretty strong about it. Uh, why is that? Um, I feel that a lot of people right now are pressured in a way to become an entrepreneur and not to not to not be an entrepreneur. I think is okay. If you never thought that you wanted to have your own business and you're happy in a corporate job, I think that should not be shamed or, you know, like looked down on. Because I, think I see a lot of people who are happy in corporate jobs trying to push themselves and starting a business. And that's just not right for them. Like not everyone can be an entrepreneur. So there's this big craze about, oh, everyone's starting businesses, you know? Yeah. I mean, do you think, so you think it's just the word, maybe entrepreneurism, like that word, you think it's a little overused right now as well? I, I think it is a little bit overused right now because like everyone is just trying to be an entrepreneur and do something. And, you know, like I go to events and someone's really running a fashion blog. That's <laughs> it. Like they're not doing anything else and they don't, they're just starting like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. But me, entrepreneur is like, oh, you're starting a tech company. Like, are you doing something that's changing the world? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so I, I feel like I agree. being an entrepreneur, like means something a little more than, you know, just like running a blog. Which a lot of people are calling themselves entrepreneurs right now. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, um, our grandmas, our you know, the little twelve-year-olds on YouTube. Everybody's an entrepreneur nowadays, I, I believe. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, see if you think about it. For example, if Tim Ferriss was just doing the podcast mm -hmm. and that's it, I wouldn't really call him an entrepreneur. You know, I would call him a podcaster. You know, but yeah. there are people out there who are just, let's say, running a podcast and they're like, "Well, I'm an entrepreneur." Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's a little bit like overhyped. Yeah, I think the word can just be taken in so many different ways and mm -hmm. just the overall meaning of it is kind of going away right now because it really means anything. <laughs> yep. True. All right. Well, where could uh, where could we find more of you? The listeners that are interested, you know, they, they definitely want to hear more about you. Where where can they where, where could they check you out? What's like the main website or social media tags that you that you use? 
Yeah, so for We Rule, definitely you can go on our website. It's we-rule.com. I know the dash is annoying, but the person who's owning the actual website won't give it to us. Long story. But yeah, check out us on our website, we-rule.com. Good branding (laughs) tip. Make sure to check your um, URLs. (laughs) No, definitely. Um, I've actually heard, um, and it's something that I have a problem with, with my company, Hodgepodge, um, Mm -hmm. that if you get the name, uh, trademarked that mm-hmm. you can eventually get the website back, like the the main one that you need. Yes. So, mm-hmm. that's true, true, true. so that's something just, you know, I'm sure you probably heard, but just, uh, yeah. Good tip. <laughs> <laughs> Good tip. Yeah. Because then they're using your, um, you know, your, you own it. Then, exactly. you know, they're using it. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then also me personally, I'm very active on Instagram. I don't really have time for Twitter. Maybe soon when I get an assistant, but on Instagram, <laughs> it's my name. So J U S T Y N A dot N Y. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Nice and easy to remember. All right, everybody. Yep. So there, there you go. You get we dash rule.com. You can definitely find all, all the links to, uh, to all her info and everything that's going on. And then as well as social media, you know, we got Facebook, Instagram, that's Justina, J-U-S-T-Y-N-A dot N-Y. Yes, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, so we want to tell the listeners a little bit more about where we can find you next. What's next on the agenda? Uh, What's next on my agenda? Well, I speak a lot of events. So if you follow me, you can see um, what events I attend. And then I'm focusing right now and building the app so i hopefully that's going to be done by the end of the year so stay tuned for that i'm super excited and <laughs> we're currently like in the process of building our mvp do you know what the name will be of the app um i know the name but i won't share for now yeah. but it will definitely be connected to my work at we roll right now okay yeah no i figured it's probably too early a little mystery <laughs> I feel, yeah no it's good you gotta <laughs> You got to have a little little mystery behind you. <laughs> All right, sure. Justina. Well, yeah, everybody, make sure to follow her. Check her out at we-rule.com, all that good stuff. And you want to tell us a little bit more, uh, lastly, closing thoughts. Uh, what's going? Uh, what's happening with the United Nations? Um, that, that was a big story that came out. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, yes. That, that was actually really cool. So I got nominated, actually, but our mutual friend, Monica, shout out to Monica. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that basically they chose, um, they chose under 20 people who were way older than me. Mm-hmm. And all the people that were chosen were kind of in some way promoting women um, in different issues, like whatever the issue could be with women and girls globally, like you could be nominated. So I got chosen. And it's just like you get invited, you know, to events. Um, we have an event coming up on like May 10th. That's kind of like a fundraiser. Everyone's going to be recognized. No, but it, it's really awesome. Like I got to go to a lot of events at the United Nations already. Like I got invited to like ring the bell for equality um, at NASDAQ. So that was really cool. But, you know, just a lot of opportunities. And the people who work there um, are super, super nice and super helpful. So it's a good platform for we roll. Awesome. Awesome. I hope, I know yeah. people will find that very awesome. Uh, something cool they can check out and yeah, you could definitely see more, in, so. more info about that on your, on your social media. And, uh, I didn't even know you got to ring the bell for mm-hmm. NASDAQ. That's awesome. So congrats on that. That was really awesome. Like, yeah, they called me they're like, there was like a huge snowstorm in New York and they're like, mm-hmm. come like we're doing this. And I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. So it was nice. It was, it was a good experience. 
Oh, I, you better have not been uh, about to pass that up. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, snowstorm or not? I'm no, there. no, no, no. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> All right, good, good. Well, yeah, Justina, it was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, definitely, uh, we'll be talking again soon. Thank you for having me, of course. Thank you so much. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com, where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>